What's going on, everybody? It's Honorado and Miller. How many times will I mess that up? Oh, I'm going to mess it up, too. I very okay. well might, but it's Chris <laughs> Honorado. It's Ashley Miller. Uh, new time, same day. New time, new name, new look, other new than place. the two of us. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and home. Home, yeah. From home, which is not bad. And clearly, uh, this is the result <laughs> of, a, of a nap. <laughs> that's that's what it looks like when you wake up at two o'clock in the morning, and then you need a nap. And I'm overdressed, doing... more overdressed coming from work. You're yeah. normally suit tie. Right. I'm. It's gonna be a little bit of a change, no doubt. Uh, we'll talk some life changes here too uh, that Ash has coming up, and me, but but Ash <laughs> uh, specifically. I bear the brunt. Yeah. Um, NFL preseason starts on Thursday night. The Jets and the Browns, the Hall of Fame game. We won't see Aaron Rodgers. Should we see him at all this preseason? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Major League Baseball trade deadlines. The Mets ship both Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander out. How much of a reboot is this for the Mets? We've got the performance industrial dirty difficult done to come as well. And the U.S. women's national team in the World Cup. Some interesting things said by former players. Let's get things going here on Honorado and Miller. This is Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpen House. All right, here we are, sponsored by Alpenhaus. Indeed, shout out to Andy Heck, Katie Osborne, the great people at Alpenhaus for supporting the show each and every single week and our team of local business partners. Let's get into... Uh, shout out to John Conlon. He's the man. Yes. All the graphics, Good. the open, Yep. all of it. Right. Thank Good. you, John. Pe- take, take people behind the scenes. He's our graphics guy at News Channel 13. He does an incredible job. And so in honor of him... Big Jets fan. Let's, Let's start with this. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to sit out the Thursday night Hall of Fame game. So if you're watching us on TV, okay, we're on Saturday nights on my four Sunday mornings on News Channel 13. We live stream now Thursday night. So this is before that Hall of Fame game. No Aaron Rodgers against the Browns in Canton, Ohio. No, no big deal week mm-hmm. one. But should he play before week one of the regular season Rodgers hasn't played a preseason game since 2018 not so now there's COVID in there too so okay but he hasn't played since 2018 in the preseason should he play if he plays the last game and that's what the head coach Robert Sala said that's it if he plays at all it'll be the final preseason game against the Giants my guess is you see him for one or two series in that game and that's it. And remember, they play three preseason games right. now, so it's not, not the four, four that yeah. we used to have. Yep. The Packers' Septembers were typically slow mm-hmm. in the preseason years that Rodgers didn't play. And it was really disappointing that he didn't play last year when you have a full reboot at the skill position wide receiver spot with Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, Robert Tunney, the tight end, was injured. So so Rodgers not playing last year was a real signal that he was just was kind of like, eh, I'm good. I'm sure. done. Like, whatever. I'll figure it out in the regular season. But sometimes those first four games end up being very important by the time of the end of the year. So yeah. if I'm the Jets 
I find a way to get him on the field in the preseason because, yes, I know there's Alan Lazard and Randall mm -hmm. Cobb, and he's familiar with those guys, but I want to see him work with that offensive line, with Garrett Wilson in the preseason before you get to September. So, yes, he should play. His comments certainly didn't sound like he's going to play or make it a priority or that he thinks he needs to play. Yeah. I I don't think he needs to play either. Okay. Let you run the risk. That guy gets hurt, and I get it. He can get hurt in any other game. Like I said, two series, final game, and done for me just to see real quick what, what we think we got. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter until you're playing all of your best players, all of the best players are playing against you to know what you have. But he breaks an ankle in week four or three of the preseason, and your season is done if you're the New York Jets. No. The season is over. No. So my answer is no but I would understand if he plays a couple drives. Tom Brady in his first year with the Buccaneers played two preseason games. His second year with the Buccaneers just won a Super Bowl. He played in a preseason game. Yeah. So in 21 and 22, Tom Brady, his two years in Tampa, he played in the preseason. It sends a message, I think, beyond building chemistry. It sure. sends a message to your teammates that I'm not going to be out here a heck of a lot, mm -hmm. but a couple of series. I'm going to give you guys a couple of series. It's important for me to feel like I'm in the groove of things. Going, it's an investment. It's a show of solidarity here. Rogers should absolutely play in the preseason, but I, I, okay. I'm not holding my breath on it. And we said it. Robert Sala said this on ESPN Radio in New York 98.7 that if he plays at all, it will be that final preseason game against the Giants, which yeah. would be perfect. That's that's what we. That's what you want to see anyway. See anyway. Yeah, absolutely. All right, more out of uh, NFL training camps here before we take a quick break and we get into uh, Major League Baseball's trade deadline moves. Mike McDaniel says that uh, Tua is a little more stout. He's got more muscle. He has been doing jujitsu in the offseason, mm. you know, to learn how to fall and to be a little more maybe flexible and okay. stuff like that. I so like that. he's not slamming his head into the turf every well, time he gets sometimes sacked. you can't help that, but and he has quote more pitches in his arsenal. Um it's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, because he was always a very skilled quarterback. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think maybe year two with McDaniel. Tua will look maybe even better than he did last year, and he looked phenomenal when he was out there. This division is so – now, I've got a couple – I think the AFC North is incredibly interesting too. And people – like Cleveland could be sneaky because if Deshaun Watson returns to the form we saw him in Houston Seems where like he threw he's... for almost 5,000 yards with pretty much nobody on the roster. Um, Seems like training camp's been rough. Yeah. Cleveland could be good. Sure. I think Pittsburgh's going to be good. Yeah, you've said that. I think they make the playoffs. Can he pick it? Baltimore has added weapons for Lamar Jackson. He's they happy he's got his yep. contract. Can he stay healthy? And then, of course, Cincinnati's the favorite. I think that division is, is loaded and just very interesting. But the same with the AFC East here. When New England is decidedly the worst team in the division and they still might have the best coach right. in the division, now it's like – And can you ever write them – like write them off. You could. I don't know. There are people who are saying, "Oh, I think I think the Patriots will be pretty good this year." Okay. I mean, but they won't pretty get good to in 10. that division. Yeah, it could be. There's seven no wins. wins out there. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I, I personally, if two, if you told me today, Tua plays every game, I think Miami wins the division. Ooh wee. Buffalo, I'm writing it down. Buffalo's again. window feels like it is already halfway shut. Hmm. 
So if it was open, it's head down. Here. Okay. I just think other teams are coming here. And I don't know that the Jets are immediately good. But again, if Rodgers is healthy by November and December, and like that team should be pretty darn good. So that AFC East is interesting here. Yeah, but I, but no, it's I, fun. I like Miami. It's a lot of fun. If two is healthy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's take a time out here on Honor Auto and Company. Well, maybe we'll, we'll do this. Let's do yeah. roll call. Let's well, sure. I know. We got a lot of kinds out of roll here. call. Yeah. All right. I like this. Angel wishes she had nap hair. I don't blame you. I wish I had nap hair too, but I just got home from work. So All right. No Joel's in me. on naps. I didn't know naps would be the number the topic one of conversation. Yeah. Trending. Um, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Angel's going to watch some football too here tonight. Sounds like Rockman is all over the first preseason sure game, game as well. Maybe not good game. Well, yeah, it won't be good because it's preseason. Uh, Rogers can't be bothered playing useless games as he suggests. He's going to dictate his attendance and playing just as he did for Green Bay. That that has yeah, I agree. that's kind of just his attitude, and that's you know, look, I, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Whatever, he's a no. diva quarterback. Uh, Leon, yeah, chemistry is important, no doubt. Uh, John here's Collin. Our here's our graphics guy, makes the show look good. See, yeah, bad hit, misses games. Just save on. him. I okay. agree, John. Yes, save him. All right, yeah. All right, Carol. Making the transition to a 6.30 p.m. Yeah, I know. I love it. We're keeping everybody up a little bit later now. But, time but we appreciate everybody <laughs> you uh, up later. hanging out. Yeah, keeping hanging out with later. us and, uh, and and tuning in. Let's take a quick time out here on Honorado and Company. When we come back, oh, Honorado and Company just said it. It's okay. Why didn't you correct me? Because I didn't even notice. Oh, Honorado and Miller. All right. Well, I may have even said it <laughs> one more time read. before. We'll have to read up there. Chris, Ashley, that's all you need to know. We're back right after this as the Mets ship away two future Hall of Famers. I'll tell you why. It was the absolute right move Hmm. to reboot for 2025, probably in Queens. Back right after this. Whether you're into lounging, cruising, or just relaxing, summer fun starts with Alpenhaus. Enjoy a smooth ride that'll change the way you boat forever on a Barletta pontoon powered by Mercury Outboard. Nobody makes a more reliable, powerful lineup of outboard motors than Mercury to continue propelling your adventures. Now's the perfect time to buy a new Barletta pontoon with the legendary performance of a Mercury outboard. Alpenhaus, Route 30 Amsterdam, and alpenhouseboats.com. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. Six carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. Yes, Honorado and Miller, a little bit of a rebrand here. Um, we changed the time, we changed the name. And as somebody on Twitter this week suggested, uh, if you were going to change it, why not change two more things? And very, very clever comment. He, he was talking about the hosts. Um, I just, you know, wish you I was. improvement. Well, His name was David Bell, too. Uh, like the manager. Major League manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baseball royalty, the Maybe Bells. he wants to manage our show. 
we take that. No. Yeah, that would be okay. I would take that. You'd um, have to be a little nicer. I just can't imagine being as miserable as the people on social media who who say some of the things they do. <laughs> uh, Anthony, here, why are why are you hating on his man Watson? I'm not hating. I'm just reiterating what many of the professionals on ESPN have already said about their observations of Deshaun in camp. Okay. Struggled in camp. Has struggled in camp. Does not look like. The Deshaun that needs to be paid two hundred bazillion dollars. What I mean is he affected by the year off from football? Is he affected by everything else that has All surrounded him? Like, is that just does that still weigh on him mentally? Has it just completely thrown off his training and ability to play the quarterback position? I mean, are there things happening in the background that we don't see, and that's why he's unable to throw the football? I mean, what? I, I don't know. I'm really I'm not, just curious here. There's going to be a 30 for 30 one day. Hands down. Well there'll deserved. be a 30 for 30, 30 for one day. 30. Yeah. All right. Sam is watching. Sam, man, we know. Hi, Sam. You'll always find us. He's we, the best. We appreciate that, buddy. Everybody um, knows you're tired. Yeah. But he took a nap. So we're off to a good start. I did. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, Rockman wants to know quickly here on the NFL. How about his Tennessee Titans? No, you're not loving the DeAndre I mean, Hopkins edition. It's fine. Who's playing quarterback? The same guy who's played quarterback there It'll for the be last Tannehill? five years. Yeah. Okay. Levis doesn't win that job. No. I don't think so either. Okay. Can they run the ball? Can they run the ball? Of course they can. Henry's great, but the offensive line has changed. Yeah. Can they really be effective running the football is, is kind of my question. All right. Let's get into the Mets here, and then we will tee up a, a performance industrial dirty difficult done. Um, did the Mets make the right moves? They traded Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, two future Hall of Famers. I think they have six Cy Youngs combined. Mm-hmm. Um, Three each. Is this the right move for the Mets? They get they <laughs> they get rid of both guys. I think most people would say, yes, you trade one because you're not going to win this year, so get something back. Mm-hmm. Um, but trading both guys, was this the right call? Mm, tough for me. I think ultimately, yes. I I also think that they they took on too much money. In this case, like you had to be able to give them up and not pay as much as they're paying, but they got two really good prospects. And that's the only way you're going to get those guys back is by paying them. Two really good prospects who are not pitchers, if I believe outfield and infielder. So now you need to find starting pitching Mm -hmm. next year, wherever that may be. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I understood the first one. There's no way they're making the playoffs this year. And I think that's kind of Steve Cohen's message was what were the chances we're making the playoffs? 15% 15% maybe everyone yeah. else is getting better. We're getting worse. So now you're down to 12%, I think was what he said. They're not making the playoffs. So getting rid of the first guy, I understand, but getting rid of the second guy, the problem I have with it is it says to your franchise, the players, number one, and the fan base, number two, that we're out on next year too. Yeah. So we're playing for 2025. How long are the Mets going to play for a year or two years from now? They just keep doing it. Well, Pete Alonso is a free agent at the end of 2024. Yeah. If they like, do you think he's going to say, yeah, just wait till the end of next season. And then I'll see you later. Like, what are you, what kind of reasons are you giving him to stay? You are not trying to win at any point. You have not, you've tried to win by bringing on those guys. Yeah, They tried to win this year. They, they didn't do a very good job of it. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree, but you, but we can't say they didn't try to win this year. They tried to they tried win this for, year. First of all, they, four they, months. they signed Scherzer. Four months. 
and then we're like, last yeah. season. Then they bring in Verlander this offseason, and they thought they had Carlos Correa. I mean, they tried to they tried to load up and win this year. I didn't like the way they were trying, but they were trying to win. Now, here's what I'd say to Pete Alonso, who might question whether or not the Mets are, are going to contend anytime mm-hmm. soon. I would point to Freddie Freeman, and I would say you are the cornerstone of this franchise. Freddie Freeman was patient in Atlanta, and it paid off. He got a World Series title because the Braves tore the thing down around Freeman. I mean, they, they get rid of everybody but Freddie Freeman. And they lost in order to get prospects. They waited for those guys to come up. And they successfully did with Swanson and Freed. And then obviously a hit on guys like Acuna. I get that. But Freeman was the patient person in Atlanta. That would be my pitch if I'm Steve Cohen. You don't have to wait as long as Freddie because I've got deeper pockets than Braves ownership. I'm going to spend to get us to contend. But you have to believe that this is this for me is 100% the right move. I like trading Scherzer. I thought after that, I thought they would keep Verlander. But I don't have a so problem with them trading him. Yeah, I don't either. They get the Astros' top prospect back in return for Verlander. Yep. And they get a top 50 prospect in all of Major League Baseball back in Luis Angel Cunha for Max Scherzer. So they did as well as they could do at this deadline, in my opinion. Are they ready to win next year? No. And and I don't think, I don't think they're going to sign Otani. But let's not forget that he is out there. He is out there. So if Steve Cohen wants to write the biggest check for Shohei Otani, he can do that. Sure. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think Otani signs with the Mets. That's the thing. Like, if you're Otani, is your agent saying, like, let's go to the place where they sign big money guys, it doesn't work, and then they just cut people loose and tear it down again. Like, And the difference with the Braves and the Mets is that the Braves had won more recently and had that, I feel like, just had that trust. And what Alex Anthopoulos was doing – seemed like a lot better of a plan than what is happening currently mm-hmm. in the Mets organization. Yeah. Joel wants to know why trade David Robinson for smaller names. Well, here's the thing, Joel. I mean, just quite frankly, like you, you don't, if you're not going to win games, you don't need a closer. Um, the Braves did that with Craig Kimbrell. They traded a- him. The Yankees did that with a role as Chapman. They traded, Hey, we're not going to win games. We don't, why do you need a closer? Robertson's also at the, uh, on a one year deal. He's already in the last year of his deal. So you can bring him back next year if you feel like you're going to contend, but I don't think you're going to. And because he's older, last year of his deal, you're not going to get much in return for him. But that, but you don't need a closer if you're the Mets again. If you're not going to win games, but he's always been Robertson has always been on the top of every team's list yeah, when it comes to the trade deadline. That guy has moved more than maybe anybody in baseball in the last ten years. Yeah, he's and and he's been really good this yeah. year for the Mets. And now, dirty. Difficult and done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. Shout out to our guy, Bill Miller, Sean Wilcox. And by the way, they just teed off their uh, drive uh, out cancer. Mm -hmm. 10 weeks, different golf course in the Capital Region each week. Mohawk Golf Club this week. They'll be at Van Patten next week. More than $40,000 already raised by Bill and his performance industrial team uh, for the American Cancer Society. Real men wear pink uh, breast cancer research. All right, Ash, you are up. All right. My performance industrial, dirty, difficult, done. Thanks to you. You came up with it. Well, uh, 
Brian so did Cashman, the rest of New York. Uh, so did the rest of the world, it feels like. This yeah. is not, I don't feel like this is a unique opinion, but Brian Cashman needs to be done in New York. Listen, here's the deal. They're three games back of a wild card spot. The two teams in front of them are in their own division, the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. The, the season is nowhere near over, and it feels like, and I get it, they haven't been good, but you are a weak winning streak away from being completely back in. And and I, I understand, well, I don't know that it's going to happen, but went out and did absolutely nothing to make this team any better at the trade deadline. Zero. And this is a trend. This has been a trend for the past five plus years. The trade deadline moves have been either nothing at all or severely underwhelming. Moves that aren't going to make that team Go, take them from a fringe playoff team to an in-playoff team or a, just an in-playoff team to a World Series contender. None of the moves that he has made in the last five years. And that's that's Garrett Cole included because Garrett Cole has not made this team a World Series team. Garrett Cole needs everything else around him outside of Aaron Judge. This lineup is not working. It's not working. The The pitching staff is falling apart. You need Nestor Cortez to come back healthy just to have a prayer to even compete in your own division. Brian Cashman, and to be very honest with you, Aaron Boone, the messaging coming from that whole camp mm. is so frustrating. Mm. Yeah, I like I, I like what we have. I like our team. We didn't feel like we needed to add. Are you kidding me? You like your last place AL East team? And I get it. It's a hard division. It's a tough division. It's the best division in baseball, arguably. You like your team. Everyone is going to look at you and say, are you qualified to be doing what you're doing? I mean, what you just witnessed here, everybody, is classic. Yankee fandom. New York. Sure. Mentality. I I laughed It would be different if if this was the first year it had happened. No, 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 no. No, the the initial comment was, because I think that it's, it's, the mentality is, why aren't we trying to win this year? Instead of we're not trying to win ever, we're not good enough. Let's let's find a different approach. In my opinion, and I've said this a few times since the trade mm-hmm. deadline, everybody on that roster, other than Aaron Judge, would have been available. I would have traded Garrett Cole if I was Brian. Ke- I, mm-hmm. This needs a reboot. Cole is going to be thirty-three in September, and he's making yeah, thirty-six million dollars. One. I understand that, but for how much longer? I, am I going to get another? Two really, really good years at him, probably. But after that, all bets are off. You hit your mid-30s. Scherzer and Verlander at 40 are, are, you know, the outliers. I would have traded. I would have at least made him available. Blow me away with an offer. Let's completely tear this thing down. And I get the, the problem is you can't do that in New York. And that's what makes winning in New York so difficult is because you have to just reload and reload and reload. You can't say we're taking a few years off here. We're going to load. We're going to get prospects. We're going to trade away some of our best yeah. players <clears throat> and judge wouldn't be happy about that either. Right. Cause what message you said that about Cole. Pete Alonso, like what do you, right. what do you I wouldn't trade a call. I would have, I would have said there's no other value else. on that team. That's the problem. It's like, I, and look, I'm not going to sympathize with Brian Cashman because I, I would have fired him long ago because he continues to run the same lineup out there right. every single year. But there's no – give me, other than Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole, give me a player on that roster teams would love to have. Not many. I don't think there's a single one. Yeah, maybe a guy like DJ LeMahieu. 
Okay, because but, he can still but you're be going to get a fringe prospect yeah, back for him. I get that. There, you're not going to get anybody of real value back for him. You're not going to trade Volpe because he's right. your top prospect. Yep. Um, but anybody want that John Carlo Stanton contract? Nope. Anybody want Glaber Torres? People might, nope. want, might want Bader. Yeah, and and I and it looked but like I, for a while I they might trade Bader. Bader. If I'm, I was them, I he I think he plays a I great agree. center field and can be a really good piece. I'd keep. Anybody him. want Rizzo? Nope. Not right now. I, there's, just, there's nothing out there. No, I know. But you can't trade this, the Stanton contract. That's the problem is like some of these contracts are big. You can't trade the Stanton contract. Nobody so wants Cashman's that. So Cashman's hands were tied. Unless you're going to trade a Jason Dominguez, which you can't do, right. or a, a Davey Garcia, who probably doesn't have value right now anyway, there, there was nothing really for him to do at this deadline. So uh, the, the criticism for me is a little harsh currently, but – any, but, but if you're saying to me, problem. hey, this history goes years, repeats itself. Uh, then I'm that's with you. The, history repeats with itself, you. and we keep seeing the same thing five years now. It's, it, it, you, we get sick of it. Country music superstar Lee Bryce coming up uh, in about five minutes or so here on Honorado and Miller. He'll be at the Palace in downtown Albany on August 17th. Uh, can't wait to share that conversation with you guys with uh, Lee Bryce. That was a lot of fun. Um, all right, so what move at the trade deadline will have the greatest impact? We've already seen Max Scherzer win with Texas. I think mm -hmm. he had nine strikeouts in his Yeah, debut. after a rough and, start. And tech, right. Yeah. He gave up three in the first mm -hmm. inning. And Texas gets the win, and Scherzer gets the win. And, and okay, that's one AL West piece. Justin Verlander back to Houston where he has already won two World Series titles. Yeah. That's an AL West piece. Yeah. Lucas Giolito went to the Angels and the Braves pounded him his, his first time, but that's in the AL West. Yeah. Uh, interesting division And now. the Angels are trying. I mean, the they Angels are. went out and got two players from, was it Colorado? CJ Crone, Crone? Yep. And who the heck else? Oh, um, Gritchick. Randall Gritchick. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, so they're trying and they're adding. And like, that's all you can ask for is just try. Try to add pieces. That's not going to make them a better team. But the Dodgers went out and got pieces. The Padres went out and got pieces. Everybody went out and got significant pieces. I think the Rangers win the trade deadline, and I don't even think it's close. Not only because of Scherzer, yep. but also because of a guy like Jordan Montgomery. They've added two top-of-the-line starters. I mean, they've added a one and a two. Yep. They're already loaded. Their payroll is enormous. This was a team that people had really high expectations for, but has been very injured. And now you basically replace Jacob deGrom with Max Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery, and oh, by the way, you add Araldis Chapman on the back end. That's not so bad for a team that's already kind of has people buzzing about the potential of a playoff run for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Scherzer deal is is big, obviously. I think Verlander to Houston is going to have the biggest yeah, impact I, here. It's it's familiar mm -hmm. for him. Um, Framber Valdez just threw a no-hitter. They've got pitching in Houston, and now you add Verlander that team just feels like it's loaded up for another a run. I like the, I was looking at a text. This. Did you, did you mention the Orioles deal for, so I, I as, didn't. as a Braves fan, I really <laughs> wanted Jack Flaherty because that was a roll of the dice mm -hmm. play. He has struggled yep. uh, since he had that outstanding year a few years ago, but, but I would have said, bring him, him in because yep. let, let's see. I mean, yeah. maybe he just finds something change really of, special in say, September like, and change October. Change of location sometimes does it. I would have loved to see that. I like that move for Baltimore. The Cardinals unloaded a lot of good pieces, yeah. and there were a lot of good pieces that went to teams who were trying to make moves, and that was one of them, Flaherty. All right, we've had the name change here, Honorado and Miller. Um, we'll discuss some life changes here too, but a buddy of mine, you'll laugh at this, texted me, 
why isn't the show Honorado and Honorado? Is Ash still keeping her options open? <laughs> sort of. You could look at it that yeah, way. Sort of. Yeah. Legally <laughs> and uh, televisionally. I mean, we're married. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's Honorado and Miller. Um, life changes, Ash. I didn't. I didn't push for this, by the way. Oh. This was not a me thing. That, oh. As though you're making it seem like I needed my name on this show. Well, no, you, no you didn't. But you deserve to have thing. your name on the show. Well, thanks. Um, so you are leaving News Channel 13. I think I am. people probably know that by now, don't they? Big no? social media. Did that push was, the other oh, day? That was yeah. big. Okay. Last week, yeah. Um, well, we went ahead. double whammy. Tell the people. Yeah, we went double whammy. We oh, went, I'm leaving news. news Channel 13. Why? It's kind of fun when it comes from you because it's not your Okay, you're leaving News Channel 13. Uh, you're taking a job. You, I've, you I've take already it. taken. You started I a am, job. I am with the North Colony in. Central School District where you went to school. Shaker High School there. Yep. Um, and that will become official mid-September where you're no longer anchoring at News Channel 13. Yeah, you'll still see Might me. Might still be part of this I show. We say, hope. Yeah, of course. Well, you just changed the name. Now I'm now I'm stuck. Yeah. And uh and you're pregnant. Who's the father? I was gonna say that's your fault. <laughs> gonna need a paternity test. So get out of it. When the kid comes to this world with red hair, we're gonna know oh. exactly where he came from. It is a boy. We're gonna know exactly where he came from. Chris is praying to not have red hair because no. he doesn't appreciate yeah. his red hair. No. Um, so big Big life news. Mm -hmm. Big changes coming to our household. Work, yeah. Work-wise and, uh, and life-wise. Yes. Yeah, and life-wise. All right, Lee Bryce. Let's get to the, the guest of the show here. Lee Bryce, the country music superstar, coming to Albany in the middle of August, August 17th to be exact. He's our guest next year on Honorado and Miller. Bella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcellus is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcellus Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. Get ready for the thrill of a lifetime with Tracker Fishing Boats, available at Alpenhouse. Feel the rush as you reel in your trophy catch, supported by Tracker's unmatched stability. Prepare to conquer any challenge with cutting-edge tech at your fingertips and the freedom to explore without limits. Make waves this season and experience the ultimate fishing adventure with Tracker Fishing Boats at Alpenhouse. Your source for fun since 1964. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpenhouse. Sometimes I say this, and, and I mean it. Sometimes I say it, and I don't mean it, probably. This time I mean it. We okay. are so fortunate sometimes well, to speak fortunate. with certain guests. Uh, it is unbelievable the people we are able to trick into being on this show, <laughs> the NBC in Albany, New York. Country music superstar. Yes. And here's the thing. When, when we start doing research for our guests, sometimes I go down a rabbit hole. I could do a full segment of 15 minutes and, and probably not even ask a question about music. I've found that our guest and I from northern New Jersey have, have much more in common than wow. my wife, you, would Ooh. ever believe or anybody watching the show would ever think. I cannot wait All to right. ask Lee Bryce about some of the things we have in common here. 
It is the country music superstar Lee Bryce on Honorado and Company. Lee, how are you, man? I am good. How are y'all? We're great. We're great. We're great. We can't wait to see you in Albany Palace Theater Thursday, August 17th. Get your tickets now. We will be in the house for that. I want to take a, just a quick trip down memory lane with you, if, if you would. And I don't expect you to remember this, but I met you in the Albany area last fall for Folds of Honor. And here we are looking pretty darn good, I'd say. You man. both look great. Well, you know, it's Folds of Honor. You got to get dressed up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about this organization and why it clearly is is something that's so near and dear to your heart. Well, you know, I mean, anything that we could do for, for our military, um, our first responders, I've always just really had a big heart for. Uh, I had a lot of family, military connections mm -hmm. and stuff. And so when uh, we've always supported it with different different ones, but when I, when I met the guys who were starting up uh, Folds of Honor, I just fell in love with their hearts. You know, I could see that it, they had a true heart for what they were doing and it was not about them or what, how big they could make it other than for the, for the, for the cause. Uh, and they got a heart for God and it just was a big deal. And yeah, so uh, what they do for these families is really amazing. Obviously folds of honor, you know, they give back to, they try to take care of kids uh, who have lost a parent, you know, a dad or a mom, you know, you know, via, via you know military and 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 all the overseas and and it's just it's i've seen stories so many to where now i've seen the stories to where the kids have now grown up because of folds of honor gone to school for free and now are very successful and their hearts and their heads are really straight on and mm. and uh it just it kind of shows you what actually happens and what comes to fruition through this through this group so folds of honor just you know i know what they do and i know what they do with everything they get I know their hearts. And so that's why it was easy for me to, it's always easy that we do a lot of stuff with them. Lee, this will be my first time seeing you live. Obviously Chris has seen you live. What do we get with, I know, I know this setting is going to be different than what you saw. Yeah. Um, but yep. what do we get with a Lee Bryce concert? Well, we were fortunate in the fall because Lee happened to be on tour when he played this Folds of Honor event. So it was, it was like full band, uh -huh. uh, it absolutely rocked the place in a tent, in a big open field. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, Palace Theater is going to be rocking yeah. on Thursday, August 17th. Okay, Lee, let me ask you another kind of, uh, this is a weird one. Uh, Dabo Sweeney calls tomorrow and says week one i think y'all are playing duke uh and how many snaps could you give him oh <laughs> i could give him listen i could give him probably one really good one okay because after that uh that elbow it feels like somebody hits me with a lightning bolt so I tried that. Trust me. There was a few nights and my buddy was like, Hey, snap me a ball. And I'm like, yeah, sure, buddy. And I snap and I'm like, Whoa. And I about pass out that, uh, that elbow never really, you know, all the cartilage is gone out of this thing. So that's why that whole thing came to an end, you yep. know, and that's yep. what, you know, kind of prompted me to go ahead and follow the other really and the biggest, probably deepest part of my life passion, you know, music. And, uh, so it, it worked out well. I don't know if there's anybody out there who doesn't know, but you played college football at Clemson. And so I know you still follow your Tigers very, very closely. Snappers don't get enough credit. No, I know oh. that. Not enough credit. <laughs> well, you, you don't, you get credit whenever you mess up. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. I that's, you I was going to say yeah. you take the blame, but you don't get any credit. <laughs> yes. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Lee, I, I asked this to a lot of country music singers because I'm always interested from your perspective. When you come to the Northeastern part of the United mm -hmm. States, are you ever surprised by the country music fandom because there's a ton of it. 
no, not anymore. Yeah. Because when I now when I very first came, mm-hmm. that was my thought. Well, what am I what am I going to New Jersey for? You know, and like what's going to happen here? And I walk in at the very first even radio thing that I did, and I was thinking it's seven thirty in the morning. I'm at a I'm at a Mexican restaurant, right, <laughs> for this radio thing, and I'm thinking, what is what? What are we? I'm supposed to play four or five songs. I get there, and it is about to implode. I mean, it's like people were piled in there for a new artist who had, you know, one song barely out and they were down in tequila and it was, I mean, seven 30 in the morning, I ended up playing for like an hour and a half and I went, okay. And so once I realized that, and obviously through these years, I've been in the Northeast. In fact, the Northeast is one of our biggest, the, the fans up there are wild. They're, mm-hmm. they're just mad about country music. And, and I think for a while there, there was a lot of places that didn't have country stations like mm-hmm. in New York and the things like that. But, but there were always country music fans, no matter what. And I yeah. found that out. And so I'm not surprised anymore. In fact, <laughs> I look forward to coming up there. We'll be, uh, we'll be in Boston and some places like that, even coming up this weekend. And, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. Um, who's a better, are you a better race car driver than Dale Jr. Or is he a better <laughs> singer than you? Ah, oh, you know, I'd had this conversation about a golfer and my drummer the other day, and they were, they were going back and forth about being number one in the world. And, uh, uh, that's hard to say. I mean, I definitely can drive. Okay. I, I know that Dale is now learning to play the guitar, trying to. And so I gave him a couple pointers when we were able to shoot a commercial here recently with Bojangles (laughs) and, uh, and, uh, but I don't know, I maybe could drive better than he could, sing i'm i'm not hadn't heard him really sing but i think he's a good talker you know and he's kind of shy at that too so <laughs> so lee and dale jr are doing bojangles commercials together and for the crowd that's saying honorado what do you have in common with this great musician we haven't gotten that, that yet. Bojangles? well no in 2019 oh i know that i voiced a commercial for bojangles <laughs> as a football play-by-play announcer that is awesome. And you probably love Bojangles. I mean, seriously, when I got approached by them, they were like, why are you doing this? I'm like, because I was like already a fan growing up my whole life in the yeah. South, you know. And uh, so now they're spreading around. They really are. They're working hard to, to get their brand even bigger. And uh, but it's, it's they're good people. And uh, it was always good food. <laughs> Fun fact, we don't have Bojangles in New York, uh, at least anywhere that I've been. But right. we're going to get one coming Atlanta? to you. We'll get one coming to you. Oh, right. I'm sure they're there in Atlanta. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, we're going to Atlanta in a few weeks. I'm going to get Chris's job is to get me to a Bojangles yeah. in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Lee, I'm a sucker for a duet. Mm. And <laughs> your your duet with Carly Pierce was one of my anthems for a really long time. It's a top 10 duet in, in my heart. Um, is there anyone that you have not sung with, uh, male or female, that it is kind of on your list that you, that you want to check off. And what is it about a good duet? Cause you can't just sing with anyone, but it felt like you and Carly's voices are made for one another. They were, it was really special. And you know, that was her story. So her inviting me to be a part of that song mm-hmm. was really cool. And uh, to this day, I love playing it. I'm, even though I don't have her, I can't fold her up and put her in my pocket and take <laughs> her with me everywhere. But so I try to get her done, you know, without, without her being there when I'm out on my shows. But, um, you know, that was great. But, you know, there's a lot of folks. There's some folks that I just really have always loved. You know, James Taylor and John Mayer and Garth Brooks, hmm. uh, if we were doing a duet. But, you know, I, I wrote a song that I'm probably going to put on this next record. I wrote it with with uh, Ashley McBride. Mm-hmm. And um, even the day that we wrote it, the work tape that we did that day sounds, to, I mean, it was like magic. So 
I'm, I have, I, I'm, you know, it's not one I want to do. I, I want it to come to fruition, you know, and, but uh, I think it's going to happen and that's going to be someone that I'm really excited about. That's awesome. A uh, golf course you haven't played yet that you're dying to play. Ooh, I want to play uh, St. Andrews. I really want to play St. Andrews. Um, uh, and then another thing, maybe the second thing is I haven't played Pebble because there's nothing in Pebble except a golf course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have shows there, you know, and and uh, and so it is so far away from anywhere. Normally, if we had a show even within an hour or something, I'd get up and we'd go play some golf over there. But haven't been able to do that yet. Uh, but I definitely want to get over to the old course and, and do that. That's probably my number one. Who's the best golfer you've toured with or maybe that you're just buddies with in Nashville? Uh, well, in Nashville, John Daly. Uh, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> okay. I bet John he's pretty Daly good. is one of my, yeah, yeah. And I'm really good friends with Danielle Kang and she is on the LPGA. We've become really good buddies through this beast. tournament that we do. Um, she's a beast. Um, uh, but you know, there's some really good, you know, good, just country musicians that are, that are really good golfers. And, uh, um, I've seen them out a couple of places. I got to play Augusta a couple of times and mm. I know Charles Kelly and Darius and then they love to play some golf. So yeah. it's a good, it's a good community. Now, when you're touring, you get up and play early, go get a good hard nap in before showtime. Cause <laughs> as a, as a headliner, you don't go on stage until nine o'clock at the earliest. Yeah. Uh, I will say I did learn this. I don't know if it's just that I'm getting a hair older. I'm not old yet, but. But I I will say if it's hot, if it's summertime, mm -hmm. you can kind of count me out unless it's maybe nine holes. I, I can't go do eighteen holes in the sun to heat all day, and then feel like I have any energy yeah. for the show that night. So I, I do have to back off in the summertime. I'm more of a fall winter play golf kind of guy. Okay, all right. Uh, look at this. I mean, nearly thirty times on the stage at the Grand Ole Opry, Lee Bryce will be playing the Opry ten days before he comes mm -hmm. to Albany. Another great opportunity, man, to be on stage uh, there. I'm sure it never gets old. There are a thousand things I'd love to run through here. I want to do a couple more with you, Lee, before we let you go. Um, you're into whiskey and tequila. I know that. <laughs> yeah. um, you had a, a tour that was uh, about drinking beer, uh, the drinking beer opportunity tour. <laughs> yeah uh that that's pretty good uh you, you you like to hunt you like to fish I, I should put you in touch with my cousin who lives in yeah. west tennessee bring it um, on you should yeah really and a couple of the new hits that people need to check out save the roses uh and product of but but i have the familial question i have to ask you better songwriter you or your wife <laughs> well how about this <laughs> Uh, she's got all kind of natural talent, and but I have been doing it about thirty years longer than her. So, so maybe maybe the experience. Yeah. But it, you know, I can tell you one thing: when we put them together, we've been actually writing some really cool stuff. So I'll just leave it there. I love that. That's a, a very PC answer that. that doesn't get you in trouble, but gives credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. No doubt about it. Um, all right, we. I can't wait to see you back uh, live and, and in person again palace theater august 17th on a thursday ashley and i will be there we're fired up for it ash always gets the last word no I'm, i mean i'm excited to see him because it's the first time for me you already have had the pleasure yeah. so i'm excited to to see lee maybe we'll meet lee and uh, give him some love when he comes into town prediction on the tigers this year in the fall how Ooh. we how we feeling about clemson i bet we're gonna i bet we're gonna be pretty good i mean if we have a bad year and lose two games i mean it's you know right. I, I love i love people really like to bash you when you lose two right. games but uh, I think we're going to be okay. We uh, Our quarterback situation, 
has been the biggest thing for the yep. last couple of years. And so I think we might have a couple of solutions to that from what I've been hearing through my buddies over there and some old quarterbacks and some quarterback coaches and some Dabo himself. So uh, I feel like this year, if that, that quarterback situation is right, then then the rest of our team, buddy, I tell you, we're, we're always stacked. I love it. Check him out on Instagram right there on your screen. Easiest way to kind of follow right along with all the big things Lee Bryce is doing. Lee, man, we can't thank you enough. Thank you, brother. No, thank y'all for having me, and we can't wait to see y'all. We are going to kick some footlights out, okay? Just for you. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. Six carbs and 95 calories. At Alpenhouse Boats, we know the value of having fun and making memories with family and friends. With a full line of versatile SunTracker pontoon boats featuring reliable Mercury outboard motors, it's our mission to make sure you have everything you need to get on the water and start having fun this boating season. Whether you're into fishing, relaxing with the family, or tubing and skiing, with Mercury and SunTracker, we're confident you'll find the perfect boat to fit your needs. Come see us at Alpenhouse Boats, Route 30 in Amsterdam, or shop online anytime at alpenhouseboats.com. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. Back to the Triple D's here on Honorado and Miller. And it's going to take a while to get used to that, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but these comments are incredibly interesting, what has been coming from oh, the say. former players of the U.S. women's national team here as uh, the U.S. has struggled in the World Cup. Has Maybe the first time question on the Triple D. Has the criticism sure. from former U.S. women's like national team players question. been dirty? No. No, it's been honest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know there's the the attack is like, well, you know, you you're just because you're a member of the media now, you're kind of breaking the code. I, how many times are we going to use yeah. that now since we heard yeah. uh, Sean Payton break the code with Nathaniel Hackett? Wow. But are you breaking He's the code? He's not out, though. He's still in. If you're a former player, Carly Lloyd had, was hyper critical i watched that match against portugal i was sitting at work at 3 a.m watching that match one of the only redeeming things about a yeah. 3 a.m shift i mean halftime she crushed the americans and i thought yeah she's she is saying what she's seeing mm -hmm. and i'm sorry if you're mm -hmm. a player and you don't like it then maybe improve your play you finish group play one oh and two you're lucky quite frankly to survive because in the 91st minute Portugal hits a post U.S. should have lost that match and would have been left out of the knockout stage so this is not dirty it's honest if if Carly Lloyd sat up there and just said well no I think they're playing really well and they're trying hard and she looks and, stupid correct yeah so if I'm Megan Rapino, and by the way Julie Foudy was critical on her podcast as well sure. and so was Christine Lilly anyone if, who's qualified 
and has played soccer at that level yeah. has all said the it, same thing. Right. If and if and so if I'm Megan Rapino and Lloyd didn't like that they were dancing on the field, neither did I. You're lucky to have won or to have drawn and to moved on. So take your draw, shake some hands, get off the field and be ticked off in the locker room. That that's what fans want to see. That's what Carly Lloyd wants to see. It's it's maybe the way she would have conducted things. Uh, had she been on this team and, and still been the captain. But if I'm Megan Rapino and you, you're clearly the leader of this team still, regardless of how much you play, I would have I would have backed Lloyd's comments and said, yes, She's we, right. we are not playing well. We need to be a lot better if we think we have any chance to hang with Sweden. Sweden's a team that beat the U.S. in the first game of the 2021 Olympics 3 nothing. Yep. This is not going to be easy Sunday morning. So I would have liked to have seen players say, you know what? They're right. It, it, I hate to hear that. Yep. It hurts to hear that. <laughs> but but it hurts because she's right. Right. I mean, she's not being overly critical without basis. Mm-hmm. We are not playing well. And it's not, listen, You a lot of those players have a relationship with Carly Lloyd. It's not personal. You know she's not saying that because she doesn't like you. Yeah. Uh, because she doesn't want you to do well. She of course wants you to do well, but it's honest. And again, she looks stupid and doesn't. She's not doing her job. No, you don't need anyone to pat your back. I do. Hey, that enough. let me tell you something. If anybody's going to pat my back, <laughs> it can be Ann King. I know she's the best. She is a hell of a fighter right now, and, and we we continue to keep uh, Ann in our thoughts. Ann, I love that you're watching the show. Thank you. Um, so here we go, USA and Sweden. This is going to be fun. I'll be up early Sunday morning. I probably won't. I'll let you know what happens. Yeah. I'll wake up after the game's over. You can let me know. U.S. is favored here. Minus 184 right now I saw on FanDuel, which is not a huge favorite. Um, I think I, this is being very, mm. you know, biased here. I think they're going to win. Mm. And I think I think they might – I think they're going to look much better. It isn't the talent. Talent is not the problem. Well, but Every criticism but has been on the coaching. But that's a problem. The coach isn't changing from now till tomorrow. But at some point or... the talent just takes over in my mind. You're too talented to play this way consistently. But you've got to be willing as a as a group to have that discussion to say, screw it. We're not we're not gonna continue to follow this plan. It's not working. Let's just go play soccer and do it on our raw talent because there's enough there. But that means going back to like the playground game, as Mm -hmm. they call it, and Mm -hmm. just playing like you know how. There's no, you know strategy per se to it there's no specific movement that you're you're going for it's mm-hmm. just go out and play mm-hmm. and somebody score a goal yeah a, a goal would be nice that w- a goal would be would be nice to see <clears throat> haven't seen one of those uh with like real authority right. since the first half against vietnam right yikes all right one more time out here on honorado and miller when we come back we've got the marcella's mvp of the month to give away for the month of July, a guy who's we don't really still give anything away, but oh, it's hmm. a name. Uh, yeah, a guy who's still hot even to start the month of August. And are we seeing the end of the Pac-12 play out in real time? Back right after this on Honorado and Miller. Teams, athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through product and purpose. 
claim your crown. You've heard of unsung heroes. The men and women of NYSCOBA are the unseen heroes. For the past year, you've learned about our many charitable endeavors. Now it is my privilege to share with you the work performed by our members, the 20,000 state correction and law enforcement officers shielded from view. They work in difficult and dangerous conditions and are an extension of the police who protect our neighborhoods. NYSCOBA honors New York's police and firefighters and salutes its own members who help deliver a peaceful night's sleep. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. All right, been a fun change here. And let's recognize um, some of the people recognizing the change. Here's our guy, Chris Rooney, who kept this ship afloat yeah. digitally for a long, long time. Would not have been able to do it without Chris. And I'm sure he's loving his new gig, Likes too. the graphic at the top. Yeah. Yeah, we hope your we hope your new gig is good. Yes. I'm just gonna keep if there are positive comments in my favor, I would just I mean, come keep on, people. throwing them come up on. there. Nobody What's even up, commented. Mike? No one commented on my Yankee rant. Well, people are done with the Yankees. They don't care anymore. Yankees but are that's terrible. why they yeah, yeah. I need some support, guys. Yeah. All right, maybe next week. All right, let's do let's do <laughs> let's do the Marcella's. MVP of the month here, Ash, and I'm I have awarded it Hold on, dude. on my own to Madelson. Okay. Three Do we not have the, the 320. The van? Right. Yeah. Okay, well, you sorry. know, I don't like to point out what the things well. we have and don't have yet. Uh 325. He's not an average guy, right? It doesn't hit for for average, really. He's a 260 kind of get 325 in the is, month of July. That's hitting for average. Eight homers. 22 RBIs in 23 games, and look at the OPS through the roof. Go ahead. I was gonna say you just you just took this one and gave it to your own team, and not that he's not deserving. Certainly is. I looked at Otani's numbers. Olson's numbers are better. Oh yeah, I mean Otani hasn't done anything no, special. No, Otani is pitching, For and sure. Matt Olson is not. Yeah, but he's been spectacular at the plate. Yes, spectacular. Yes, it feels like he's every other at bat. He's hitting a home run. He's only two homers as we do the show on a Thursday night behind Otani for the major league lead, 39 to 37. The most for a Brave in franchise history at this point in the Before season. August, yep. Already, um, I mean, there's been a lot of Braves who hit a lot of homers. Yeah, certainly could go 50 plus. I think Andrew Jones, I'm pretty sure, still has the record for a single season. He hit 50. Um, he's not going to win MVP currently. No, because his own teammate's going to beat him that's out right. for it. But. Acuna, if the way it, if it would end right now, Acuna, and then it would either second would be Freeman or Matt Olson. What might get interesting Ridiculous. is if there's enough of a vote split between Acuna and Olson that Freeman wins it. Mm. But it, it's Ronald Acuna Jr. It has to be. Yeah. There have to be enough voters who realize he's the best player in baseball, not named Shohei Otani currently. But Matt Olson had an incredible month of July. The Braves were above average, not great after the June they had. But Matt Olson has launched himself into the MVP conversation. That's why I say he is our Marcellas All right. MVP. Maybe we month. should give him a refrigerator. Ooh, a refrigerator, yeah. Like Let's that we'll take it to Atlanta with us when yeah. we go in a couple weeks. We'll get Nick on that. And says, "How about Casa's July numbers?" Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we unfortunately were witness yeah. to that. You know, it's funny. I said to Sean Martin, who's a mutual friend, um, on his podcast this mm -hmm. week. Having been at that Braves Red Sox game and and the Braves that were was terrible sad for us. Um, I looked at that Red Sox team and I thought, I, I like some of these guys. They're, they're very like good. Devers is the centerpiece, but, but Casas I can get yeah, behind. Jared Duran. I mean, a, he's a freak. 
That guy, he they, literally, they he's like a Cunha. He gets on base and just runs. Steals. They he have steals some no matter what. I, I like kind of what Boston is, yeah, is is putting together. They're there. good outside yeah. of their pitching. Their pitching is not great, yeah. but their lineup is good. Yep, and they can fix on that pitching. Yep. All right, the Pac-12 days numbered. Big Ten has already taken USC and UCLA. Mm -hmm. The Big 12 took Colorado back. <laughs> yep. um, and now I'm the back. Big Ten is looking at adding Oregon and Washington. So the Big Ten would own the Midwest. They would have some teams in the Northeast. And then they would pretty much own the West Coast. So weird. This is, this is getting really interesting for the Pac-12. A conference that is trying to build some kind of streaming deal with Apple currently. But if I'm Apple, I'm looking at some of this and stuff like, and I'm saying... Why do we want you? I know. I'm not sure that we do. Um, it, Learning well, the conference, relearning conferences tough. is so bizarre I, these I days. I've had trouble, like even just like the Nebraska move, and like it's taken me a long time oh, to, to get catch up to the Big like, Ten. Like Maryland, like those moves have Rutgers. taken me long enough to figure out this is this is going to be absurd. Yeah, I know. And and look, it is ultimately leading to one day where we don't have conferences right. or we only have three conferences and i asked you know are the pac 12 days numbered here the, the conference will exist and in the final minute we have sure. i'll just say this it's 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 not going to be viewed as a power five conference right. it, it it, so be. when when we expand the college football playoff which is coming very soon mm -hmm. are we giving the pac 12 an automatic bid probably not well, maybe but but it's it's not going to be like an automatic. Oh yeah, right. Here are the five conferences. They all get one team at least. Right. But I think we've gotten to the point now where it, even with the four teams, it's like you obviously someone's getting left out. But you're they're almost more likely to go with two teams from the SEC and leave two conferences out because they're realizing fair is fair. Some conferences are better than others. The SEC is better than has been better yeah, than every other time. conference. I know. I'm looking forward to uh to football season, college football season and and the realignment just adds some some intrigue, mm -hmm. right? Like um you know, can USC and Michigan develop a rivalry? Maybe. Interesting. But Maybe. You don't need one Oregon than, and Ohio State. You don't need one that's Maybe. better than Ohio State, Michigan and yeah. Ohio State, Penn State and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to replace those rivalries. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's going to be Alabama and Georgia anyway. So who really cares? Although USC is loaded and ready to go this year. Uh, fun first run here with Honorado and Miller from home. There'll be more of that for sure. Yeah, more from home. We appreciate all you guys watching this week. Catch us on TV every weekend as well on top of News Channel 13 social media, Honorado and Miller.